0: Brooklyn plumber named Mario travels through the Mushroom Kingdom with a princess named Peach and an anthropomorphic mushroom named Toad to find Mario's brother Luigi and to save the world from a ruthless fire-breathing Koopa named Bowser. This is the Super Mario Brothers Movie. Let's a go. We are back. Hell yeah, brother.
1: Hell yeah, Let's brother. let that.
0: Digital clink. Bink. I didn't put an ice cube in my drink, so now it's really warm, but whatever. As VOG mm. said, we are talking the Super Mario Brothers movie. You know, I, I like to think we provide a, a good variety of movies that we watch to talk about. But once again, we are talking, again, mm. a video game movie, a movie about brothers
1: maybe not an a24 movie but it Mm -hmm. is an n64 movie whoa oh there it is boom all right over it's i
0: mean it has all the elements of what we love but did we love the movie did it do a good job with everything that we love or did it squander it
1: did it rise to the occasion like a red mushroom Mm -hmm. you know or did it shrink shrink in the spotlight like a blue mushroom you know
0: unlike the blue pill which will help you rise uh blue mushroom will do not that
1: not that not not that that. much much like my penis it will shrink
0: much like my mushroom tip (laughs) 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 this is a kid's movie
1: (laughs) so Funny enough, before we get too much into this, uh, I was actually talking to uh, uh, Janice about this. It's like, you know, it's kind of funny that, like, Anya, uh, Taylor-Joy, uh, whatever, plays Peach. Mm-hmm. Because, like, the very first thing I've ever seen her in is the Vavich. And it's, like, full frontal, like, f- like fully nude oh, in yeah? there. And then we watched the Northmen, and she's in that. And I believe that she's also, like, naked in that, too. Which, whatever, nothing mm. wrong with that. But it's just so weird to, like associate her as peach now
0: you've seen peaches peach whatever who cares doesn't matter let me ask you something real quick mm. is she attractive anya taylor joy i would say so yeah some say she looks like sid from ice age and it completely <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucked with me ruined her for you it, it just i could not get that image out of my
1: head uh, uh <laughs> I can, I can, I guess I can kind of see it's that. It's the yeah, wide-set
0: sure. eyes, is what it is. I'm, I'm no. glad we're discussing this because this leads right into our first topic. You, you honestly, you can't talk about this movie without talking about the cast and the mm. whole controversy with with Mario's voice. So let's start there. Mario, played by Chris Pratt, who at this point really needs no introduction. Fucking Guardians of the Galaxy, Parks and Recs, the worst Jurassic Park movies. He's done it all, you know. Like he's just been out there. <laughs>
1: I actually enjoyed Jurassic World. Sorry, shoot me.
0: Jurassic World was okay. The two that followed it, Bowser, played by Jack Black, who again needs no introduction. A movie that is near and dear to our hearts and possibly the GOAT Jack Black movie would be School of Rock.
1: School of Rock. Maybe we do an episode on that down the line for sure. For sure. Definitely feel like it Uh, it definitely needs its moment of shine again. People forget, you know, mm-hmm. everyone when people think of like their favorite Jack Black movie, I actually don't hear School of Rock brought up as much as I feel like it's I should. like
0: Nacho Libre or like Nacho Libre
1: is probably the number one thing I get I yeah. hear get brought up. But I think School of Rock is I think that's probably the best Jack Black movie ever.
0: Moving on to Peach, who is not played by Sid from Ice Age, mm. the one and only Anya Taylor-Joy. Who just has an insane fucking acting catalog, by the way. An insane mm-hmm. credit list. Queen's yeah. Gambit, Peaky Blinders, The Menu, The Witch, uh, the new Mad Max movie that's coming out. Like, just fucking killing it.
1: Yeah, like, nah. Insane. She, like, she, she started off, like, amazing. Like, The Witch is, like, an awesome, like, horror movie. And I think one of the jump-off points of, like, the new style of horror that we see today. So, like, that's mm-hmm. already, like, a really big, important movie to be a part of. And then, like like you say queen's gambit was like a huge success yeah got Uh, people in the chest (laughs) got people in the chest (laughs) so i would honestly say like her and chris pratt were like the two surprises i feel like when they announced like the cast okay yeah because like there's something about like okay keegan michael Key as toad that like if you think about it like that makes a lot of sense yeah uh just going off of like toad's crazy voice like okay yeah sure keegan michael Key's makes sense for that jack black being bowser's probably perfect the casting. most like perfect like like yeah duh like yeah. essential like yeah that's who it should be for and sure and like
0: not only did they cast jack black but jack black like fucking voice acted it wasn't just him yeah you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. he actually yeah. like did something it was amazing
1: well i i thought that like and we'll get into this a little bit more yeah. but, like i thought the cast did really pretty, pretty good like seth rogan as diddy kong like donkey kong um or Donkey Kong. Yeah, fucking, yeah, it's about right <laughs> for the type of character he is. Like, yeah, it makes sense.
0: Moving on, Luigi, Charlie Day.
1: Charlie horrible Day, bosses, makes sense. It's
0: always sunny in Philadelphia. One mm-hmm. uh, a voice actress in this movie that I kind of want to shout out. She just provided additional voices. Wasn't anything big. But Ashley Birch. Tiny Tina. Was she
1: the, yeah, was she uh, the woman who's uh, was in the commercial with them, right? Was she that? She also play that character? I don't know. She went viral for for a minute. You remember that?
0: Ashley uh, Birch?
1: No, the the woman in the commercial at the beginning of the movie.
0: Mm-mm. What happened with that?
1: Uh just, you know, people were like sexualizing her because it's like, oh my god, like <laughs> like she you know, kind of like in the same vein that people like were going crazy about like Flow like, and
0: at the ATT girl.
1: <laughs> flow or like <laughs> Or, uh, what you call that? Um, Miss, Mrs. fantastic or mm-hmm. Mrs. Incredible. Mrs. Incredible, you know, kind of like in that same vein, you know, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's like, you know, like mommy, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> rounding it out. We already mentioned him, but we'll, we'll mention him again, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. I actually thought Donkey Kong was voiced by John C. Riley up until the laugh, all right? Oh, yeah. it, it didn't sound immediately <laughs> like Seth Rogen to me, and then he laughed. I was like, oh, wait, is
1: that I, I. I I could kind of I could get that. Yeah, I, he, I he has like that.
0: a softer voice. This uh, this movie, it's not as uh, yeah. harsh as it has been in like his
1: other movies. You can't do a movie and not do that laugh, though. Like it's like in his <laughs> contracts, I think. So like, yeah, you're going to you're going to figure out that's him sooner or than later. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little like an underrated casting that I think was. Uh, well, I mean, it's not underrated. He is credited. But like, I think Fred Armisen is cranky. Kong oh, was also pretty God, dude. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Fred Armisen, whenever he randomly shows up in a movie for me or a show, it's always such a fucking delight. You immediately know it's him just yeah. by his delivery. And they're like, just, ah, even the fucking Cranky Kong looked like him. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, this is awesome.
1: Well, I felt like they did that. on par- Like there's parts in the movie where Mario kind of looks like Chris Pratt. There's parts of the movie where Peach kind of looks like Anya Taylor-Joy. You think, like,
0: You think they pulled like a Pixar thing?
1: I feel like I don't know. Or like they purposefully animated like their facial animation. There's like there's a parts in the movie where Peach is doing like face like she's like making faces. Mm-hmm. Um like she's like reacting to something. For a second it's like, oh, I could kind of see like Anya in there. Or like there's like extreme close ups of Mario's face and then like it's like that kind of just looks like Chris <laughs> Pratt. Oh. It's like really weird and jarring. I yeah. can't
0: say I thought that, but I will say this. Did Toad not have some fucking melanin in him? Homeboy was a little tan, wasn't he?
1: Dude, he (laughs) almost said that word.
0: (laughs) 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 When the trailer first dropped for this movie and you hear Chris Pratt's uh, Mario voice, um, a lot of people were disappointed, myself included. I was like, that doesn't sound like Mario. That just sounds like Chris Pratt. Like, lame. By the way, I was hyped for this movie from the trailers. Like, yeah, yeah. I really wanted to watch this in theaters. Like, I genuinely was like excited for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that was kind of bumming me out was Mario's voice. But the way they handle it and the way they address it in this movie is so fucking perfect. It's, it's yeah, it's like yeah, that's a, I actually that was a like.
1: I don't know, like. I had a like a bone to pick with people because like there was a lot of outcry, obviously. Which mm-hmm. okay, to a certain extent, I do understand. But at a certain point, it's like people were like so mad about it. I was like, dude, it's fine. Like who? Like yeah. why do you care that much? Just like just watch the fucking movie. Like even, I honestly didn't think it was that big of a deal. It didn't bother me that much. Like yeah. to me, it would have been a little bit too distracting for it to be like exactly the overly Italian yeah. fucking Mario voice. Yeah, that's why I you know, was and, like and, and, fine with it. Yeah. And like you said, like, I think the way they kind of address it in the movie and they kind of like reference or Easter egg the original voice actor, Mm. I thought was good. You know, I thought it was fun. You know, I wish they had given him like kind of a bigger role, like maybe have him play like Mario's dad. You know, I thought that would have been like he did a better role. No, he was the uh, no. I know, but I think he also
0: provided the voice for Mario's dad.
1: Oh, did he? I think he did
0: additional voices. I could be wrong. I'm like 90 percent sure on that.
1: Well, I know for sure, for a fact that he plays the guy in the yeah in the, the jump up the guy or whatever game. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. But I believe um, he also played Mario's dad. I mean,
1: me. he should have played Mario's dad with the voice, though. You know what I'm saying?
0: That commercial was fucking awesome, dude. So funny. Yeah, it great. reminded me a lot of Lazy Sunday from uh, SNL. I'm, mm. I'm sure, probably that's the vibe they were going for. And dude, it was mm. just so fucking funny. Uh, should we just go into general impressions before we start diving into our thoughts?
1: Uh, I mean, are you done making any points you had about the voice?
0: Um, Peach? Um, I'm indifferent about. I didn't think it was mm-hmm. amazing. I don't think it was terrible. I think a lot of people mm-hmm. kind of had issues with it from what I was reading. Again, like you said, I thought it was an interesting cast casting because mm-hmm. I don't particularly uh, hear anything super unique about Anya Taylor-Joy's voice, but mm-hmm. I also don't hate it, so it was, no- it was a think, non-issue for me.
1: I think it's not like it's, to me it's not the standout acting uh uh in the movie but i do think she gave peach more of a personality and that maybe is what's drawing people because Unfortunately, this movie came out before cuz Peach just got her own standalone game finally. So none of us nobody really has that an idea of what Peach's personality is outside of like her playing her specific roles in the individual Mario games. Mm-hmm. Like she's never really had an opportunity to like show off her character. You know, like Luigi has like Luigi's Mansion series, you know, like Donkey Kong has his own games. Like you never really get that sense of what the character of peach can be so i feel like that's another reason why people weren't really sure how to you know interpret her character or whatever but for what was there and what they what what they had for peach i felt like she, she, i'm not going to say it's like the best acting but i do think she gave peach a lot of personality for what she was working with
0: but yeah so overall this movie had me fucking laughing like from like the beginning to damn near the end um, was this
1: your first time watching it
0: yeah It was just super funny (laughs) like i don't i don't know how else to put it like i just enjoyed myself watching it the plot i mean was damn near non-existent but it didn't matter to me because watching this movie it made me feel like a kid not because it was mario but just the way it is where it's like these days or like at least the past few animated movies i've watched so like encanto uh coco um you know and just the, the recent toy stories they're also like heavy and like try mm-hmm. to teach you a lesson where this movie just felt fun mm-hmm. it was just like watching a saturday morning cartoon just yeah just quintessential like kids movie like just shit happening moving at a fast pace it's funny it's stimulating it's entertaining mm-hmm. um yeah i just overall really like this movie think it's like an awesome awesome kids
1: movie i agree with you like i think when I watched this movie the first time, I really enjoyed it. And I re- remember feeling the way that exactly how you said you mm-hmm. felt, like you said, you felt none of the issues that, you know, I had heard people have with the movie. Didn't, didn't really bother me. Mm-hmm. Like I personally just like, this is such a fun movie. It's just a great ride. And like, yeah, I'm like laughing, smiling the whole time when there's specific moments that we'll get into that. They reference from the video games or whatever. You get really hype. Mm-hmm. Like, it's awesome. I will say though that on my second watching, which I had earlier today, you know, because I watched it originally in theaters, okay, and then just to prep for the podcast, I I rewatched it again today. On the second watching, the issues that the movie does, has do make themselves a lot more apparent. Yeah, um, I found myself not enjoying the movie as uh, the second time around as much as I did the first time around. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do agree with you that. You know, this is something that is like a perfect kids movie. It's very low stakes, which is nice every now and then. Like not every fucking movie Mm. has to be like this life changing, life altering (laughs) fucking experience, you know, like you could just watch a movie for the sake of watching a movie and it'd be fun. You know? Yeah. A tricky thing with this, right. Is like, obviously this is a kids movie, right. But let's not like kid ourselves either. Like when you're making something that is with a property this old that's been this beloved for so many years and has a range of games that have been played over the years by kids who are now grown adults like there's an element of this that still has to be for adults too you know mm-hmm. because that's the that's where it has its roots the people that grew up playing these games are like in their mid to late you know 20s 30s 40s. You know, and if you played the original, yeah, if you played the original Nintendo games, then you're in your 40s probably or getting close to it. Like, I think this movie does a good enough job of balancing those two things, where it is trying to just be a kids' movie for the sake of being a kids' movie, but then it's also throwing in the things that only the adults will like refer- no like recognize or care for. Um, I do think there are some misses for sure. Um, the way that I've heard this movie described by a lot of people and you've probably seen this too is basically a sequence of Easter eggs streamlined together into a story which fair. all things considered it is pretty fair it's a pretty fair assessment of the movie I think it's uh, like pretty accurate for what it is if you were to break it down I would argue that it's a little bit more than that this does have a little bit more heart wording it that way makes it seem very soulless I don't think this it's soulless I think this movie has a lot of heart It's just a matter of how much they were trying to cram into something that can only be so long, you know?
0: Yeah, you're right. I don't think it's like a soulless thing because they didn't just throw everything that you already knew about Mario into it. Like they kind of gave him backstory. You know, they showed Mm -hmm. his family, which brief history with the Mario games for me. I was never one who was like super, super into Mario games. I've played them, but I can't say Mm -hmm. like I know everything about them or I've played every fucking release. Like, mm-hmm. my favorite ones are Mario Kart and yeah. Mario Party. So, like, they yeah. kind of, like, mindless ones that aren't really, like... Like, I loved playing Mario 64. Did I ever beat it or get very far in it? No, but I just played it just to play it. Um, yeah. You know, and again, again with the older games, too. Um, Drea has an original Nintendo, and I've played those OG games as well and had fun with them, but never really got far in them. Wasn't very good at I'm not a good platforming game person. Yeah. Like, that's just not me. I appreciated that this movie kind of humanized them in a way. However, it kind of confused me because I don't know how old they are because to me, Mario was like always for some reason, just in my mind, like some dude in like his like forties and <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and then in this movie, like he lives with his parents and his family and, they they kind of treat him like he's like a kid like he's fresh out of like maybe high school or college um
1: they they do a good job of like like making him look like Mario but then he also you could tell that he's like a young adult Mario yeah him and luigi like i think they do a good enough job where if i was to place his age it seems like he's like about in his
0: mid 20s it was so jarring to me because prior to that in my mind mario he was like, some 40, year like old. 40 year old dude yeah and like seeing him like kind of get treated like a younger person was just like so weird to me and i was like oh mm-hmm. huh mm-hmm. this is kind of confusing me i don't know how to feel about this but it was pretty funny how old did you think mario was before this
1: movie you know, it's funny. Like now that I think about it, I've never really associated like an age with him. Like Mario was just always Mario to me. You know, he like just, I've just, never thought about how old he is. He
0: just looks old as shit, dude. He looks like 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 he has like a seventies porno stash. So that, like, it makes me think he's like from that time.
1: <laughs> yeah, but then like it's like things like we're like the. Yeah, you know like just jumping around all the goofy little shit that you do with him in the game like i don't know like it just never occurred to me to ever like consider his age in all of this even though mario has a face like to me he's just like that faceless video game protagonist that you just kind of like play as and you don't think about it i don't know i've never i don't know i think
0: the full mustache the the girth of that mustache places an age psychologically
1: (laughs) bro i had a classmate in sixth grade he started growing like an, a full mustache.
0: Good for him, I guess. Shout
1: out to Doug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, they they added. Well, I feel like they added stuff to it. Like I don't know if this has been in like other games or not. You know, I could mm-hmm. be completely off on this, but I I did appreciate that there was like a backstory. Like, oh, they're not yeah. they're not from Mushroom Kingdom or anything like that. They're like straight up from like New York.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I thought that was. Which pretty I funny.
1: thought. I think is canon like he is a New York plumber it's just they never really go into detail it's like one of those things I think it's like covered in like strategy guides or like information books you know from back in the day like where they just tell you the backstory and writing it's never explained in like a video game which is
0: funny it's like hey by the way like you're this plumber trying to save this princess from a giant ape throwing barrels at you by the way you're from New York
1: yeah yeah (laughs) oh yeah We might as well just get out of the way because I feel like it's like the big thing that people take away from this movie. But what do you think of like all the references in the movies? Did you have any favorites? Did you have any that didn't hit as much for you? Because like we said, this Mm -hmm. movie basically can be categorized into a a streamline of like Easter eggs, basically strung together into a story.
0: I really liked the subtle Luigi's Mansion,
1: like nods to it. Oh, my God. Just him
0: having the, the work bag, you know what I mean? Carried with him with the plunger sticking out.
1: The little music. The little nope. music.
0: The fucking GameCube. Oh. GameCube ringtone.
1: Oh, <laughs> I was dude. like, that is sick. Awesome, dude. I'm a fucking Luigi's Mansion stan. Like, I fucking... That is... I, I don't really care for the Mario games as much. Like, I played Mario 64 as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then I... Haven't really touched a Mario game since. Like, I played Mario Odyssey a little bit, but I just could not get into it for the life of me. Same. Luigi's Mansion, bro. I fucking played the fuck out of those games, dude. I fucking love Luigi's Mansion. That's near and dear to my heart. So I'm glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, I love that. Um, the penguins, me, we're pretty oh, well, go good ahead.
0: too. The penguins.
1: The penguins <laughs> is fucking awesome, dude. Uh, I'm I'm really sad there wasn't a scene of Mario throwing them over a cliff or something for some <laughs> reason, like maybe to like save them or something. But just like, yeah, just that whole thing, you know that that'd be like a really good nod. Um, maybe like there there could have been like a nod to like Mario stretching his face or rearranging yeah. it, like a nod to the 64 yeah. uh, intro screen. I thought would have been really fun. I cool. don't know
0: how they would have done it, but I'm surprised they didn't do like the painting transformation thing. But mm. like, that's a big one. Yeah. I thought was gonna be in the movie at some point mm-hmm. in some way.
1: The sequence of them running yes. to the first plumbing job and doing the side-scrolling Mario shit and jumping on the cat, like the Castle Burger or whatever flagpole, yeah. fucking, that sequence was fucking awesome. That man. was sick. so good.
0: My favorite Easter egg, and I don't know if this is what they were going for, but that's what I immediately thought of in my head, was the after-credits scene where they zoom in on the, the wreckage of the plumbing system and then mm-hmm. you see the Yoshi egg and it starts to hatch. Because that yeah. immediately made me think of Godzilla nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, that and yeah. and I was like, Oh, I fuck I yeah. think
1: you might be onto something because like it's that is like kind of like like that movie was really critically panned, like it was not I fucking, fucking well received. I love it. But that scene is, like... I mean, I don't know. Maybe iconic's not the word, but people know, you know? like People know that scene, you know?
0: I think people know it because they shit on it, because it's trying to set up a sequel, and that movie just got trashed unfairly. It's fine. It's such a fun movie. I like it. it. It's
1: a cool scene, though. And, like, even though it's not, like, a good movie, there's scenes in that movie that I feel like could be, like, either iconic or are very memorable from the time. So, like, the scene where a guy is, like, in between his footprint and yeah. his steps. Like, that's, like, oh, an, iconic, like that's an iconic scene. Dude, I could like, do a
0: whole fucking podcast episode on the marketing from that movie from when I was a kid. Because I yeah. remember that shit so vividly.
1: Yeah, <sighs> let's not front. Let's not front. Let's, like, listen, Godzilla in 1990, was it 1998 when it came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Godzilla some on that. deserves some love. That's like, some I respect. think you could have some fun with that. Like, I don't think you need to shit on it entirely. But anyway, we're really off topic. <laughs> um... I have a few like I really enjoyed a lot of the things that this movie does bring forward from the games. I also have some missed opportunities for Easter eggs, but I'll get into that later. OK, Um, you have to fucking love the Rainbow Road shortcut. Oh, yeah. Reference like mm-hmm. I thought that was fucking awesome. The blue shell was a good was a good one too. Funny. like the way they introduced the blue shell. I thought was awesome. Like <laughs> and the fact that it sounds like a fucking bomb before it crashes yeah. into them. That was fucking great. What else did I really fucking enjoy? I think, um,
0: I don't know if it, if this is what they're going for, but um, the fact that Kong uh, Kong Kingdom, I don't know what, what it's mm-hmm. called, um, but the whole Kong world basically had got around on like the, uh, the, carts. the, the carts, right? Yeah, I don't know with if the that flat, was, with yeah. The, 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 yeah, yeah. I don't know if that was also a subtle nod to Diddy Kong Racing, which again, underrated game.
1: I, I don't think so. I wish, but they definitely were heavily influenced by Mario Kart uh, 8. Slash Mario Kart Infinity. I was really on the lookout for Diddy Kong uh, Racing references because that's like a game that's both that's near very near and dear to both of our hearts. I think. Yeah, um, I like I love that game, so I I don't th- I didn't catch any Diddy Kong Racing references. I just, if they had I just thought... out in a hovercraft, if Diddy had come out in a hovercraft, I would have lost my shit. I just thought I because, because they
0: were shit. like so heavily like they were like a kart culture that was like maybe I it's think... a subtle nod to Diddy Kong Racing as well.
1: Maybe I think that was more their reason to introduce the the cart aspect to it. Yeah, which I think that's what it was. Which
0: honestly was a little heavy handed.
1: Personally, horn, right?
0: Yeah, like it was like like it's okay. especially like
1: the the cart creations uh screen. see I liked that part. I, I thought I, was fine. I, yeah. I thought it was fine, but like it was a little. It was a moment where I was like, okay, like that's that's pretty. Like okay, I yeah. Because I, in, get in it.
0: what world does like fucking what's his name Funky Kong? I forget whatever his name yeah. is. Like why does he need to. A cart to get around. Like, I don't yeah. know, but whatever.
1: I did, I did like uh, a part of that, part of that scene that I do really like is like they kind of like, they kind of switch, they kind of bait and switch you. Where they show Mario in the Mario Kart, okay, obvious. They then they show Peach in the motorcycle, which okay, that is like the main thing that I think a lot of people use for her. Yeah. And then fucking Toad <laughs> rolls up in the fucking Escalade looking ass Pitmobile. I thought that was a nice little like. So oh, that's not I, what you were expecting. I think
0: that's actually a game mechanic because I think is it. I think if I'm remembering correctly and if I read correctly, the the smaller characters like that they like an exclusive cart for them to use is those big ass mm-hmm. truck. <laughs>
1: I missed that then. That that <laughs> totally went over my head if that's the case. But I thought that was a fucking hilarious like bit. Yeah. Um oh during the fight scene, they show after Mario wins. Yeah. They they cut back to Diddy Kong in the crowd and mm. he's banging on the bongos. Yeah. I thought it was a really cool callback. <laughs> Stuff like that, man. Like this movie, like like I said, like it's not like this movie is just shamelessly inserting like fan service. Like There, I think there was a lot of love and care put into the fan service that they decided to go with. There was an attempt
0: to like put it in there like naturally, like to have it like flow.
1: But I will say this: there were some that just did not hit for me. So, for example, the biggest one that I felt like was completely shoehorned in, and just honestly, I could have done without, or they should have just handled it a different way. Was the "Your princess is in in another castle"? I thought that was completely forced it just naturally just did not fit into the context of the situation uh another did set
0: up mist- fucking toad cooking though which is hilarious
1: <laughs> so is that a thing i wasn't sure about that
0: it is so in uh super mario world the uh or land i guess in universal studios the restaurant there is like toad's kitchen and he's like the chef mm. and i i don't know if it's referenced in other things i know his is a. Uh, cast iron like weapon was a reference to peach's weapon in uh or like one of her moves in smash brothers
1: okay yeah interesting yeah. i i haven't caught that mm-hmm. i've never seen anything that references that but mm-hmm. i mean if that is then because i i thought that was completely random both me mm-hmm. and janice were like why like this just like there's no need for that like it's just so random like i don't get it but if it is actually a reference to something then yeah i'm definitely more forgiving of it i really think there was a missed opportunity during the donkey kong and mario fight to make that arena like and i know that it's in the pipeline to create a smash brothers movie down the line like much like how marvel built up to avengers Mm -hmm. like i know that's in the works um but just for the sake of this scene like i'm really disappointed that they didn't make the arena look like the diddy the donkey kong arena in smash brothers 64 yeah like I feel like that could have been a nice little teaser because I I can't imagine that when they make the Smash Brothers movie, it's going to be taking place in arenas. Like, I think they're just going to be fighting around random locations. It's not going to be like an actual arena setting. Yeah. You know, so when you do actually have the opportunity to have an arena setting in this movie, which you actually set up in a pretty natural way, it just seemed like a no brainer to me to make it look like the Smash Brothers Diddy Kong or Donkey Kong sixty four arena, you know. Yeah, that scene was good. Like I enjoy it, and I thought the fight was pretty fun.
0: I like the and, uh, the power ups being scattered across the arena, kind of like Smash Brothers, like mm-hmm. you were saying,
1: and, and and being random too. I thought it was yeah. fun. Like I think that's a, that was a good call. Me and Janice were talking about this. I think I really enjoy the most believable dynamics in this movie. To me, are Mario and Luigi's dynamic, and then Mario and Donkey Kong's dynamic. I really enjoy that whole like frenemy dynamic that they have. Where, where, like, the part where Donkey Kong comes in and makes fun of him for how he flirts, I thought was super <laughs> fucking funny. And then the part where before they leave on the go karts to go to Rainbow Road, Donkey Kong is just like, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Like, that just that whole dynamic. Or like, when he was Donkey. like,
0: You saved me. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> don't,
1: don't tell my dad. <laughs> don't tell my
0: dad or something like that. Yeah. That you, and then funny. the
1: part where like Mario's like, well, yeah, my dad thinks I'm a loser too. it was like, yeah, well, your dad's <laughs> <That's right." smart. laughs> Sounds like a smart you think, guy. Like, you think they're going to have like this moment of like, oh, like, I know what that's like. But no, he's just like, you know what? Your dad's right. You are a loser. <laughs> so those are just a couple things that, uh, that I really liked about the references in the movie. And then a couple things that I, um, wish that they had done better or done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, So one of the I guess reoccurring characters, I guess you could say that I feel like, oh real quick, one other reference. To, I don't like, I don't know what other game that this character exists in okay. but I'm just fucking glad that they included him because it's like one of the most memorable characters from Mario 64 in my opinion King Bob Om. Oh, fucking, hell yeah, dude. Oh my god. So fucking, aw- dude, when hell I yeah. saw him I literally was like, yes. Yeah. Dude, so was I, yes. I was like,
0: fuck yeah. I literally was like, Jeez, King Bob, fuck Bob.
1: yeah. King Bob. Bob. <laughs> and the fact that they kill him off. <laughs> but unlike Admiral Akbar, this is like the perfect way to kill him off.
0: <laughs> oh dude, let's not oh, what a disservice <laughs> to Admiral Akbar. Fuck you, Ryan Johnson, you piece of shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nah no, dude, like I think just showing King bob and then blowing him up like not too long after I thought was fucking hilarious. Like, I thought that was great. And I was just glad that he was there. I think the big thing, though, that I don't like about this movie and which I really picked up on in the second in the second watching of it is it kind of has the same issues that uh, another movie that uh, I wasn't too high on, uh, Raya the Last Dragon. Oh, I've never seen it. it, I'm not super big on it and it's for this very reason that I'm about to bring up that I feel like this movie does a little bit better but basically it, the pacing is so like move on to the next thing over and over again like you you kind of spend a lot of this movie just jumping from scene to scene and this movie does this thing where it will introduce a conflict and then resolve that conflict either within the same scene or not too long after they introduce it. So it's never really time for the conflict to develop or time for it to, sit like, settle in. Yeah. And that's why, like, you don't really feel, like, the weight of the moment. And, like, like I said, it's not supposed to... It's a low-stakes movie. That's fine. But, like, you can still be a low-stakes movie, but still let whatever conflict you do have in the movie sit, you know, and, like, you could still feel it. One movie that I think... Is a low stakes kids movie that still, you know, feels like there's some weight to it and is still fun, is like the Lego movie. I think the Lego movie does that way better. And I think, in terms of a story, it's a movie that is both fun and lighthearted and low stakes, but still tells like a decent story within the context of the movie. Whereas this, I feel like if you're looking for story, you get little taste of it here and there that's awesome but for the most part you're in it for just the you know just the fun of it all you know
0: yeah i guess it's kind of like playing a mario game right where you are just the story is kind of there but it's mm-hmm. not really like a driving force of the game it's more so just the levels and stuff so it kind of mirrors the game in that aspect i think
1: which um, i'm very curious to hear what people who play like Mario games more frequently than us think mm-hmm. about it because we both admittedly do not. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe there's something we're missing here. Maybe there's some Mario games that do have like more story focused gameplay or whatever, you know?
0: Yeah. You're right um, though. Like I gave this movie praise earlier on just being like a Saturday morning cartoon where you're, you're not really thinking about the stakes. You're not really thinking about what lessons it's going to teach you. It's just things are happening and it's entertaining. Um mm-hmm. that doesn't mean though they couldn't, you know, add some more depth or meaning to it, like they for sure could have. Um yeah. and you could definitely pick that as a, a flaw in the movie and I I will agree with you like yeah, there's not really much to it like but again, it was just an entertaining movie. I was super hyped for it, but I also had like no expectations for it.
1: Yeah. You know, what I oh, mean yeah. like I I think I just everyone's expectations to see it. for this movie was relatively low based off of especially like their disappointment with Chris Pratt. I think the general consensus of this movie is not as bad as I thought it would be. You think? You know, which I think so. Like, I think a lot of people were either thinking this movie was going to be bad or hoping it was going to be bad.
0: I actually haven't heard a lot of negatives, to be honest.
1: No, like, post-movie coming out, yes. I think most people like this movie. Just leading up to the movie, I don't know, I saw a lot of, like, vitriol not maybe not vitriol vitriol is a little strong yeah but like i saw a lot of people just like either hating on the movie because they just did not like that chris pratt was casted in it or just like typical like it's illumination making it and they're very they're more missed than they are hit you know because illumination makes the minions movie they make the secret life of pets which for kids sure that's fine but like Competent movies, people do not really consider it that. good Life
0: of Pets was Mart- good though. I actually liked that one.
1: No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I, 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 don't. I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying, like, people, you know, because pe- when it comes to animated movies, even though you shouldn't, people are always going to compare it to Pixar. You know, that's just mm. that's just the truth. You but know,
0: dude, Pixar has been putting out some fucking stinkers lately. So Pixar can't even like fucking talk.
1: <laughs> Perhaps I mean they are also like putting out movies more frequently than than they usually have so like that could also be it too it's like you guys need to take more time with the yeah. movies like you used to so, so I will say there this, is though, one
0: uh real quick What's up? i didn't like there wasn't a whole lot of times where like i was like oh yeah mario's just sounds like chris pratt like for the most part i didn't even like really think about him you know what i mean like he changed his voice just enough to like make you forget that oh yeah it's chris pratt to me i liked
1: it like i thought he was, i thought he gave a fine performance yeah. like i thought it was good but like there are definitely moments where i'm like this is just fucking star lord or yeah, yeah. whatever you know but for the like, most part happened.
0: like in like just the like the dialogue that's like not pivotal like it mm-hmm. was like fine
1: yeah no i thought it was fine yeah um what did you think of the uh i think this is a character that a lot of people were surprised by and I think it's a lot of people's favorite character in the movie. Like in terms of just the what is it, Luma? The star, the star, (laughs) right? Yeah, 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah. What what did you what what did you think of that character? So from my understanding, and I might be wrong, but I think that is uh, a character from Super Mario Galaxy. Mm -hmm. I want to say, but yeah, it's not as depressing or whatever in the game itself. That was just. a a characteristic they attributed to it for the movie I think, correct me if I'm wrong but yeah. So that's what I think is the case
0: yeah so I read what you uh, or I read about what you said where she's from um, Super Mario Galaxy Mm -hmm. and I guess she or it, I don't know if it's a boy or girl or whatever, Mm -hmm. they are a like they like start planets or something like they create planets Mm -hmm. or whatever Yeah. so they were saying that like them being kind of like suicidal in a way Mm. is kind of in character by their nature yeah um i thought first watch she was hilarious because i did end up watching it a second time in the background today while i was working hilarious at first because it's just so like comes out of nowhere at first yeah Yeah. but then i kind of thought uh is this like a little too like try hard like to hey. juxtaposition yeah or like hey yeah. millennials y'all feel this way right y'all feel like you welcome death and it's kind of like mm.
1: you felt like it was pandering
0: yeah exactly that's the word yeah. that i was looking for it was a little like, pandering. it's
1: almost like reverse woke though right like it's <laughs> like they do like the woke characters where it's like oh this is supposed to like get you on the hook represent you whatever like yeah whatever like you know Disenfranchised minority you are mm-hmm. segment of popular of segment of the population you are. But this is like this is just a feeling, right? Yeah. That it's like we know this is gonna appeal to millennials because we know millennials are always bitching about this type of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, so like, like, yeah, this is it. This is the millennial. This appeal, is you guys, right? This is like
0: yeah. uh but it's
1: like but it's like dark and edgy. It's not like, oh, we should yeah. all just get along and be together and be friends, you know, yeah. it's the opposite. So like
0: I kind of have mixed feelings on it. It is funny. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, sure, they fucking got me. But at the same time, it's like, I fucking fucking know know what you're doing.
1: They (laughs) fucking know you better than you know yourself. (laughs) I
0: know what the fuck you're doing. I like it, but I know what you're doing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's that's how I feel about it. When you you know for a fact that they got you, like hook, line, and sinker. Dude, how do
0: you think it feels to be, uh, like I said, I don't consider myself a Disney adult, but I do enjoy Disney, and I know they're fucking me. I absolutely Denial. know they're fucking me.
1: Denial. <laughs> it's
0: it's like that. That's what it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, dude. It, I get exactly what you're saying. Like, it's just one of those things that's like such an obvious joke that we're obviously gonna like you know, yeah. or like gravitate towards, you know, because. You know, that's the thing with us, is like we're very despondent. You mm-hmm. know, there's very Gen Z and millennials. It's like we we both can relate to like no hope for the future because yeah. of the world we live <laughs> in where we genuinely feel like there's no hope for the future. You know? <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where you look in the mirror and you just kind of hate yourself. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then it's you like know, but, I
0: want to die.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you 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 it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, you know, exactly. like you basically become the villain you know you're harvey dent Uh
0: (laughs) uh-huh you know
1: (laughs) so you know they got us you know what can i say sometimes sometimes the billion dollar corporations do know us better than we know ourselves you
0: know good one guys good one
1: so bowser
0: bowser
1: so we can all say that i think i think we'll all agree that jack black gave a great performance Uh, really, really just did the most with the character, you know, took advantage of being Bowser. Uh huh. I did have something I wanted to bring up though about Bowser. Okay. This song got so much hype Mm -hmm. and I did not hear the fucking end of it prior to watching the movie in theaters. So I watched it a little bit late in theaters because I was trying to wait out the crowds and there was not one day where I could go without hearing about Peaches, you know, the song. Uh huh. So I'm like, oh, this must be, like, a really fun, witty song, or just, like, this song must just be awesome. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I thought the song, when you actually hear it, it was, like, really underwhelming. Mm -hmm. I was expecting a lot more. Like, to me, it's not the most catchiest song in the world. It's not that pleasant on the ears. Like, to me, it's very typical Jack Black, Tenacious D, which... Don't get me wrong, like, it's funny. I can see the humor in it, and it's it's fun. But, like, it's not something that I would go out of my way to, like, listen to or, like, just throw on, you know, to laugh at. Like, not even that, right? Mm -hmm. For me, it was just kind of mind-boggling why this was such a fucking hit. Because this song was fucking huge. I can understand, like, the Frozen song being a huge, as huge of a hit because that's, like, a very conventional, like, song. Mm -hmm. But this becoming, like, a huge hit, like... It's Jack Black just being Jack Black. So I don't know. Did the song hit for you?
0: Not at all. Maybe it would have been different if I saw this in theaters with the early crowd and it just happened in the movie.
1: The song mm-hmm. itself
0: isn't great. Um, mm-hmm. But maybe in the context of seeing it for the first time in the movie, it, it that makes it funny. Um, mm-hmm. But I agree with you. I, I don't think it's a good song. Like when I first heard it, because I saw the music video like on YouTube. I was like, what is this yeah. song that people are going crazy for? Yeah, And it was just like, Yeah, this isn't anything.
1: I think the song works in the context of it is unexpected. And I could see it definitely hitting for people in the context of it being unexpected. Yeah. But the problem is, is that I was expecting it because I had already heard about it being in the movie from all the social media coverage it was getting. Yeah, And then two, Jack Black being in your movie kind of already guarantees that something like this is going to happen. You know, like this is just just what he's known for. Yeah. You know? So like it was not unexpected for me at all for this character to take this twist. Like I do enjoy how much they try to humanize Bowser in this movie and like make him seem like a sympathetic character, but in like a pitiful, like, oh, he just wants love kind of way. Yeah, But like, because I kind of expected them to take that route because it, to me, the writing was just kind of on the wall about it. Yeah, Like, a lot of those moments don't hit as hard for me. I would say the moment that hits the hardest, I forget what it is, but like, it's like the very first time when you see like, oh, he actually is like a, I don't know if sympathetic is the word. Simp is definitely the word, but, you know, <laughs> I don't know if sympathetic is the word. Maybe simp empathetic is the words, actually, <laughs> but... Like when you really see that side of him, I think I was like, oh, okay, like this is, this is interesting. You don't really see this part of Bowser in anything else. So like, I get it. But then once that kind of wears off, I'm just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, this is just kind of like par for the course for me in terms of how they're going to portray this character.
0: I did like the scene immediately following the piano, like the song where he's like, hey, jam with me. (laughs) And then he's like... Talking to his fucking do, 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 dude. Do, do, do. <laughs> yeah. I did like that scene a lot, which actually yeah. sets up like uh, a a point that I wanted to make about this movie was that it's so like it's surprisingly violent, like him smashing that dude's fingers. Like, fingers. Oh my god! Him what burning
1: the, the fucking fuck? guy and turning him into a dry bone. <laughs> yeah, but not even that.
0: Even the fucking toads, dude. So when they first jump Mario after he sees a uh, Peach. Like, one of them, when she's like, oh, get off him, one of them gets, like, that last cheap shot in. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? And then, at th- and then a little more towards the end, when uh, Bowser's in New York... And uh, they're like they get the stars, so they start fighting everyone. You see the fucking shy guys jumping, <laughs> their their old boss, like yeah, straight up three shy guys
1: just wailing. The fucking on them. shy guys is like a total like <laughs> oh like underrated part of this movie. Like the shy guys were so fucking Dude, the shy great guys were So how literal they're in this movie. Yeah. Um. You you so you brought up a uh, something that's related to a point that I wanted to make about the music in this movie.
0: Oh, that's so, that's so that's actually on one of so I don't have a lot of dislikes. But okay. that is part of it.
1: So maybe we're going to think the same thing. Okay. So let me let, let me get this out and you tell me mm-hmm. if this is exactly what you're thinking. Yeah. So the parts of the movie where they recreate or repurpose classic Nintendo songs from Mario and okay. in general. Yeah. I thought were the best parts of the movie in terms of sound. Yes. Right. The worst parts of the movie is the fucking licensed music. 100%. Yeah.
0: Because the uh, the well just to real quick, the music in Mario is so memorable and you could do so mm-hmm. many things with it. You don't need licensed music at all.
1: You don't need licensed music. I 100% agree. Like this that is the last thing this movie needed. It was mm-hmm. such a missed opportunity during the scene where they're rushing to their first job and they're going through that whole side-scrolling sequence. The fact that they're playing No Sleep Till Brooklyn is a fucking atro- atrocity. Like yeah. That's like it's like this song is so unnecessary in this moment. Like it yeah. doesn't add to the scene at all. But you know what would have added to the scene? Some sort of re like re like structure or mm-hmm. like um edit of like the Mario maybe world one one like yeah. song. You know? Like something like that.
0: And and the worst part is their their choice with the licensed music for this movie is so like it's been in like every fucking movie every it's song they every choose it's so ever. yeah it's so overused I no need States a hero Brooklyn, like I believe that was in the most recent Guardians movie yeah so they already used that I need a hero was um I I'm sure it's been another music Shrek two. I think used it.
1: Yeah. Shark 2 uses it when he's on his way to rescue Fiona or yeah. whatever from the marriage. Yeah, yeah. But I think they do that.
0: I think from the comments I've read, like it's also been used in like other movies recently. And yeah. then Take On Me for like the Kong world, like made no sense. It makes no fucking like, sense Why? at all.
1: Um fucking Mr. Brightside... like uh not Mr. Blue Brightside. Sky? uh Blue Sky Mr. Blue yeah. Sky for the end. Again, part.
0: Guardians like, music. It was just like, dude, what the fuck, great. dude? Like it's so Shoehorned so unnecessary. Yeah, someone made a like, comment. Was like, did fucking Universal have like a buy one get one deal that they needed to use up with these fucking licenses? Where they just needed to dude, throw it in something. It's
1: so stupid to me because like you used up probably a decent amount of, not a decent amount, but you probably used like a good portion of the budget, you know, to license these songs when yeah. you didn't have to. You had. The perfect pool of music to choose from in your own fucking backyard with the Nintendo license alone. Yeah. You know, like Nintendo wants this to be a success. So I'm sure they're they're gonna have no issue with using with you using whatever fucking Nintendo song you want. That was such a missed opportunity. Like the fact that the Wii music makes no appearance in this movie at all, or at least not that I could tell. Yeah. It's an, at- an atrocity. Like you had the GameCube, the GameCube song making appearance was awesome. Like that's such a great reference. Yeah. You know, so like throw a Wii in there, you know, something like Nintendo, out of all three of the big three gaming companies, Nintendo is the most known for music.
0: They should have taken you know? a note from Gran Turismo and Sony and just stroked their fucking dicks more. That's yeah. what they should have done.
1: Dude, circle jerk all over this shit, yeah. you know? And that's where this movie kind of fails for me is like it's it doesn't have to. It never had to. No one in their right mind had to. I don't even think the director wanted to do this. I'm pretty sure (laughs) it was like something like the studio heads like forced them to do. Yeah. But like you did not have to succumb to like the typical licensed music trope. Like you did not need to do that. Yeah. Not at all. You know. So yeah. That's like
0: like one of like the two dislikes I I really have about this movie. Um, The second one being the Peach origin story. Mm -hmm. are we just going to ignore she's like a missing child (laughs) like is that something we're just supposed to like get over and look past because i was just like wait (laughs) hold on yeah it was it's it's one
1: of uh, like here's the thing though like i'm glad they address it at least in the movie like i'm glad they're like oh yeah like i'm also a human that ended up here but i ended up here at a very young age and they raised me like okay sure it it at least explains why she's also a human right well And no one else in the entire world is a human. But yeah, it is kind of really (laughs) grim and dark if you think about it. It's one of those things where it's like, wow, this is really fucked.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, hold on, wait.
1: Uh, What? (laughs) Oh, so so Janice actually brought up a good point or observation that I didn't pick up on until Mm -hmm. she mentioned it. But so the whole reason they end up in the world, right, is they're trying to fix this big massive flooding that's happening in the middle of the city that is like Brooklyn's in trouble. Like this is like such a serious type of thing that's happening. Uh Uh-huh. They don't actually end up fixing the problem before they leave the world. But then when they go back to Brooklyn, everything's fine. So it's like that's like such a like non-consequential moment in the movie that never like pays off. Like I feel like they could have gotten them to the world some other way. Like they didn't need to build up this thing that doesn't even end up paying off down the line, you know. Or there's like no scene whatsoever of the parents back home like, oh, my God, my my sons are missing. You know, like just one scene where they at least acknowledge (laughs) them in the other world. I'm gonna reference
0: I'm gonna reference Godzilla again. Not not ninety-eight. But uh in Godzilla versus Kong, they they go to like their their hollow earth world, right? Mm -hmm. So in the Apple like Godzilla series, TV series, Monarch, they explore that. They explore that world. And they say when you're in there, time moves differently. So What maybe felt like a few days to them was maybe only maybe like two hours or something.
1: (laughs) Maybe, but then you're literally taking Godzilla lore and applying it to the Marvel brothers. They reference (laughs) it.
0: They reference it with that Yoshi.
1: (laughs) We don't know for sure. That's just a hunch. (laughs) It's all connected. Real quick quick pause. I need to fucking take a fat piss. Okay. (laughs) Sorry.
0: All right. We're back. We had to take care of some plumbing. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh speaking of plumbing yeah. um <laughs> one one joke that i thought worked really well and i thought was like low-key one of the better jokes in the movie is the whole beef with the dog <laughs> and then it paying off with the dog acknowledging them at the end of the movie. It was the fucking funniest shit
0: ever. <laughs> this movie, man, this movie did that dog a disservice. Because first of all, his bone got stepped on. And why are you making him the villain? He's Fucked not the up. villain.
1: It, no, yeah. He, he did just did was trying wrong. to handle business.
0: Dude. Exactly. He was disrespected uh, in his own fucking home.
1: In his own home. In his own home, My, yeah. dude. He was standing on business. Bro. Yeah. I, I feel that. Nah, I fuck with
0: that dog. I feel that. Heavy. I feel that.
1: Yeah, no, and then like, but like at the end of the movie, the dog just giving like. A... <laughs> <laughs> I I do think this movie does rely on a lot of like fan service and cheap like references to get a lot of people to get a lot of people over, yeah. But this movie also, I feel like, has some pretty good jokes that are like built up to.
0: Wait, we haven't even gotten to Toad. Mm, Fucking let's talk Toad, about Toad, dude! Let's talk about that. If, if Jack Black like is like the main star of this movie. Toad is right there behind him. Mm-hmm. Every fucking Toad scene was fucking hilarious, dude.
1: Like Yeah. And I I just I just love him, dude. <laughs> he was yeah. so funny. Dude, key like key like I was just saying, like the casting was so great. Like Keegan did his thing, man. Like he yeah. really made him feel like his own thing you know gave him some personality like i but didn't
0: you like like the yelling voice that toad usually has is which was nice it was like uh, it's
1: it was like his own very because like obviously if he did that it might have gotten really old really fast (laughs) so he did something that was just shy of that like in between that i felt like worked really well uh for the movie um a lot of the toad bits i thought were just Really well done.
0: The stuff they were having him do while other people were talking is fucking mm. hilarious. Like, ali pointed it out to me when Mario's about to fight Donkey Kong and, like, he's doing his chest pump, and it mm. cuts to toad, and he's just like, <laughs> just like... <laughs> like, that shit was funny. I don't know how to explain it. Was funny. He, he's just him hilarious. coming to
1: defend Mario when Don- yeah. Donkey Kong is making fun of his flirting. <laughs> like, oh, she would, I bet she would <laughs> date him. <laughs> Like, just how down he is yeah. For, like, his homies and shit like that. Like, no, yeah, you gotta like, love who's it. It's have-
0: like, I'm his best friend. <laughs> like, <just. laughs> fucking love Toad, dude. I did think it was weird that Peach was like, who are you? Because she seemed to, like, know every fucking Toad in the kingdom somehow, but this guy's, like, an outlier somehow.
1: Well, I think she knows every Toad in the kingdom. I think she just, like, like, she's, like, She knows her people, right? Generally speaking, like she knows her people. She was raised by Toads and she rules over them, you know, but like this specific Toad, she doesn't
0: know. But she felt like super, like she sounded a lot more disrespectful towards him than when fucking stranger ass Mario comes through.
1: And you took that personally. I
0: took that personally. Like just just like Toad is down for Mario, I'm down for Toad, bro. (laughs) Like I'll go to war with that little mushroom head.
1: Don't eat that, you're gonna die. His brother's
0: gonna die oh. imminently.
1: <laughs> I'm just trying to move the crowd. No, no, don't <laughs> be. he's gonna be fine. <laughs> What's
0: up, Santra?
1: <laughs> did you catch the uh, uh, one of my favorite visual gags is when they're walking through the city towards the castle and uh-huh. they pass like the antique shop and it's like all the eight bit like shit? Oh, did you notice was-
0: that? I think I missed that.
1: Yeah, so they pass through an antique stand, basically, and everything for sale in the antique stand is, like, all 8-bit Mario shit. Oh, shit. And then there's, like, a person talking to the store owner, and then they're, like, saying, like, oh, will this even work or whatever? And then he basically gives them, like, a like a, yeah, it'll work, but you just have to, like, have to blow oh. into it. You know? so it's like I do remember
0: hearing that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Again, like, there's like little things that this movie does for fan service that I feel like in for the most part, most of them make sense or they hit or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, another one that we didn't really reference was a punch out pizzeria Mm -hmm. Um, was that's another good reference that I felt like is fitting. Um, The musical reference to the star music when both, mario and luigi get the star power up yeah that was awesome so that's why i'm not willing to like just mitigate this movie to just being a fan service references like linked together because all the references they do do i feel like for the most part are handled with care and love and that's to me what makes this movie have the heart aspect to it like i feel like they actually gave a fuck about how they represented the video games in this movie you know
0: no, yeah, that's why I was saying. Um, earlier I was like, uh, it it seemed like every like Easter egg or reference they they put in the movie, they tried to make it work seamlessly within what's happening in the yeah. movie. Like they tried yeah. to integrate it and not just like throw it at you and be like, huh, you like that, you motherfucker?
1: <laughs> you like that, you motherfucker? <laughs> you like we that, you motherfucker? We know you do. We know you um, love
0: Luma. You depressed ass motherfuckers.
1: In case you live under a rock or just haven't been paying attention. After the success of this movie, um, which was highly successful, they've obviously announced plans for a Nintendo Cinematic Universe. Um, Actually, sorry. I do have one more quick point before I continue with this point. Um, This movie proves that they can do next-gen (laughs) high-definition graphics Mario And Nintendo refuses to do that because they want to focus on gameplay over graphics. Like, cool, you could do that, but you could still make it look pretty. And this movie shows that you're not going to lose any of the character integrity by doing this. So put Mario in Unreal Engine, goddammit. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Anyway, anyway, I just need to get that off my chest. That's my soapbox moment. Okay. Um, Okay. Anyway, the movies that they've announced that they're working on, the next one supposedly is going to be a Legend of Zelda movie. Metroid. Star Fox, Kirby, Donkey Kong, which surprising that Donkey Kong doesn't come sooner. Honestly, yeah. huh. uh, Donkey Kong. And then all of this culminates in super smash brothers. Part one, apparently coming <laughs> by 2026.
0: Oh, that's quick. So Very quick turnaround. That is quick.
1: My first question is out of these movies. And I feel like super smash brothers is very obvious. So I'm going to actually exclude that. Yeah, that's fine. Um, which, which one are you the most excited for? Oh, wow. And then two, what Nintendo franchise do you want to see eventually turn into a movie post these ones? Okay.
0: Okay. So I'm hyped for each one for different reasons. I'm most excited for two. One of them...
1: Oh, real quick. Sorry. Yeah. Earthbound is also apparently a movie oh. that we're going to get, as well as Super Mario Brothers 2.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot to uh, choose from in but the the first two that I'm most excited for will be Legend of Zelda. Okay. Because I enjoy the story of Zelda.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I enjoy the characters. Personally, haven't played a lot of the games. Don't really mm-hmm. care to, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So to have like that presented to me without having to play the game, so I could learn the story, like more story and like more characters and stuff like that, and more lore. To Mm -hmm. have that in a movie, I'm very excited for. I'm worried though, because that one is definitely going to have the most pressure out of Mm -hmm. all the movies.
1: That one for sure has to be story-driven.
0: Yeah, that one is going to be... It has to be good. So I'm really curious to see about that. Uh, Mm -hmm. The second one that I'm excited for for personal reasons is Star Fox, because I love Star Fox. So super hyped for that. Yes. Um, I I would say I would I would be more hyped for that one if I wasn't so curious about how the Legend of Zelda movie would would work out. Yeah. You know what I mean? I kinda wanna see like how that goes. But for sure yeah. Star Fox. Uh the Metroid one, I'm just curious who they're gonna cast. <laughs> that is my big thing.
1: To play Metroid? To, to play, play Sam- Samus, yeah. Samus.
0: Like, who would they cast? Should we, should
1: we should we play the game of casting Metroid this right is now? A
0: throwback. Okay, we could do that.
1: Uh, this the, is something we used to do way, way back in yeah.
0: the day. The obvious choice, like ten years ago, <laughs> okay. ten years nice ago.
1: Nice qualifier. Nice qualifier. Would sure, have sure. been
0: Scarlett Johansson.
1: Okay, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I the obvious get that. choice. I get yeah. Um, Nowadays,
0: damn, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to.
1: Um,
0: can Anya Taylor Joy bulk up? <laughs>
1: This might be a little bit out of left field, but I think her voice is has its own kind of uniqueness to it that okay. I feel like could come off really well in a Metroid movie like as Samus. I'm gonna say Zendaya. She,
0: I feel like she would have to bulk
1: up a lot. Well, she's not gonna be live action.
0: Oh she's oh that's it's, right. You're right. It's animated, yeah, it's animated. So it Scratch just would be
1: strictly that. off of voice.
0: Oh, dude, for sure. Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Still Scar Joe, bro. 100%. You can't, you
1: can't see that ass and see. Like, it's not her. They're not going to put her ass dude, in the movie. Scarlett
0: Johansson has a sexy ass voice.
1: Okay. Top voice in Hollywood, okay. I think. <laughs> okay. What if Scarlett Johansson voiced uh, uh, Flippy <laughs> in the Star Fox movie? <laughs>
0: Dude, they're going to go like fucking like Sarah Silverman or
1: someone. Sarah, Sarah Silverman, Silverman, dude. Amy Schumer Amy. is flippy. Oh, fuck
0: no. Oh, what's her fuck? Uh, what's her fuck? What's her face? Jenny Slate.
1: Uh, <laughs>
0: I can see that, dude. I can honestly see that.
1: Yeah. Willem Dafoe is Falco. <laughs> My number one is absolutely Star Fox. Yeah. Like... To me, Star Fox is one of those game franchises that Nintendo has that they have not fucking Mm -hmm. taken advantage of Mm -hmm. at all. Like Star Fox 64 is a fucking classic. They could do a fucking remaster,
0: and I'll I will fucking be over that shit.
1: Yet to relive, they have yet to like live up to that game. You know, in all the other Star Fox games they've they've released since then. Mm -hmm. So, like, Star Fox deserves like to have this. You know, like, and I think that's the movie I'm looking forward to the most. Um, because I just feel like because the newer Star Fox games post Star Fox 64 haven't lived up to the original game, mm-hmm. not as many people have played Star Fox, you know, because yes. like the younger audience just hasn't caught on to it. So like for them to come out with a super fucking awesome movie based around that franchise, I think would revitalize the franchise, mm-hmm. possibly convince Nintendo to, re- to make a new Star Fox game or just even remastering the 64 one, which we would all fucking love
0: one of the only N64 games I beat back in the day was Star Fox.
1: Dude, it's, it's a fucking awesome game. It's such a great game. So yeah, please, 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 please nail it with Star Fox 64. Like I'm begging you. And then for something that I want to see become a movie within this universe. Oh, I didn't answer that, but go on Luigi's mansion. Like (laughs) Like, that's coming.
0: I feel like that's coming.
1: And they I haven't like it announced has to. it i feel like it, it has, has to. to it has to but, i feel like maybe super yeah.
0: mario 2 will delve more into that
1: i well i need a luigi's mansion movie though like i don't want these nice little references in the the mario brothers 2 movie like mm. i want a full on luigi's mansion movie like this is my favorite nintendo franchise ever like i love the luigi's mansion's game so for luigi's mansion to get its own movie would be like, I would fucking die. (laughs) So please Nintendo, if you're listening, uh, fucking, uh, ah, fuck. I forgot his name. (laughs) The guy that runs Nintendo, whatever the guy that created Mario, whatever Uh, his name God damn it. I'm a Sony guy. So sorry. I I don't know his name.
0: Miyamoto. Luigi's
1: mansion. Miyamoto, please for the love of God. Uh, Luigi's mansion. I will say this, uh, for the Zelda movie. Yeah. If fucking Zelda, williams is in is in is not in this movie at all i'm fucking boycotting give her that respect give robin williams that fucking respect bro put her in this fucking movie
0: okay i i have one i have one i could see this more becoming like a show maybe on streaming okay but paper mario would be visually i think would be sick
1: You know what I think could be like a show like a TV series is like if they they somehow adapted Mario Party into like a TV show, but they maybe they do it something like, uh, you know, the cartoon Total Drama Island. Yeah. Right. So it's basically Survivor, but as a cartoon. Right. (laughs) Like if they did like a Mario Party TV series, kind of like in the same vein as that, I think that'd be fucking. You know what that would end up being,
0: though, in actual reality is like some fucking game show. On like NBC with actual people and it'd be lame.
1: (laughs) It probably would be lame, but the cartoon where they could actually write out the script and plan out how things happen, I think would be pretty good. Total Drama Island was actually a pretty good cartoon. So I've seen that people are potentially um, throwing out a Kid Icarus movie potentially. I don't know how well that would be received. Like, I don't know. Is there Kid Icarus hype? I'm not too familiar with the character. I mean, he
0: was in the most recent Super Smash Brothers and yeah. I honestly did not know who he was. I thought he was just another GRPG character.
1: Dude. Fucking We so Fit I was Trainer like, movie. We right, right? fit trainer movie. Duck Hunt. Dude. Duck <laughs> Hunt. Duck Hunt. Dude, F Zero. An F Zero movie would be fucking crazy with Falco. Yeah. That would be fucking insane, dude. There's here's the thing. Like, them, like, so. Admittedly, and I've told you about this before, I am like done with the MCU. Like, I'm just over it. I I just yeah, I have so much Marvel fatigue. fatigue Yeah, like I just can't do it anymore. Like, I have no interest at all in anything Marvel related. But Nintendo, M like Nintendo Cinematic Universe, I can definitely get behind that. I will have one way more interest in that overall, just because I'm way more familiar with video games than I am comic books, Mm -hmm. but. Two just like it's something that's never been done before that I'm absolutely willing to invest my time in. For a Legend of Zelda movie, do you think uh like what do you what seem I know you don't you haven't played a lot of the games or I don't know how much of, of each game you know about, but is there a game that sticks in your mind that you feel like would be really cool adapted to a movie?
0: I mean, I feel like they have to do Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. Like how? Can I was gonna. Not? I
1: agree with you. Just because Breath of the Wild is so open ended that it would be kind of hard to do a movie around that.
0: It's also just not like classic Zelda.
1: People have really hardcore nostalgia for Ocarina of Time. Yeah. But the effect and influence of Breath of the Wild, I think you cannot deny. Like. That was one of the most revolutionary games for its time, and there's so many games now that come out that are basically Breath of the Wild clones.
0: Sure, but like as far as like just Zelda the franchise goes, though, it's oh no, I you know I agree with I mean? you. Ocarina of Time
1: is still probably goaded. Yeah. you know, I I'm just like, saying, like in terms of like influence, I feel like Breath of the Wild maybe might have overtaken it. I don't know, maybe maybe
0: gaming wise, but as far as like uh, fans of like mm-hmm. the characters and stuff, I so like you could like if someone were to cosplay Breath of the Wild Link and versus like Classic Link Mm -hmm. like who's like immediately more recognizable
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know what I mean no I agree no I agree 100% Um, but yeah I feel like they would have to do Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask would be sick because that's the one I I owned (laughs) yeah but they could get really trippy with that one too, but
1: they could, they could. Yeah, there's sure. there's a lot of ways it could go. Like Twilight Princess also has some like interesting things that they could do with it for a movie. Like that's like the yeah. most emo, edgy one that they could uh, that they could do. Yeah, Legend of Zelda. There's so many uh, like opportunities for them. Yeah. So I I totally get why you're so excited for that because like yeah, there's so many things they could do with it that are interesting. Um, in terms of the Super Smash Brothers movie,
0: you think fucking- they're gonna you think they're gonna include hand?
1: Mr. Han dude, he they have to. <laughs> If they do not, we riot, like I swear to god. Here's, like here's, there's no way they do not include him and he's like the main villain like Thanos type shit. Yeah. Like they have to.
0: Here's here's how it ends. We see Mr. Han, right? He smashes whoever's left, right? Let's say Mario. He smashes dude, nice. Mario, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> Pan out. Whose hand is it? Will Farrell. <laughs> It connects the Lego movie, the Barbie movie, and now the Nintendo Cinematic Universe together. (laughs) It was Will all along.
1: I can see that, <laughs> dude. Like it works so well in a Lego movie too. Like when Real Pharaohs revealed yeah. in that movie, it's like the most what the fuck <laughs> moment ever. No, yeah, dude. I I'm so excited for the future of the of the MCU. Like I really think, <laughs> like this has so much. What comes to after
0: M N-, N? The N- MCU, baby,
1: dude. And then like Sony's on their movie shit now. So like that the fucking scu is kicking off uh you know xbox needs to get their shit together what comic books we're you know?
0: done we're on to video games now yeah dude is what it is is a new wave
1: so like i said though right as much as i enjoy this movie i do think that it loses a lot of its uh surprises and a lot of its you know like wow factor upon a second viewing
0: mm-hmm.
1: um um after my first viewing, I probably would have rated this a 3.5, but um, after watching it a second time and just some of the issues I do have with the movie being a little bit more apparent, um, I would, I'm probably going to settle with a three on this. So still respectable, yeah. but you know, just something that I would say is above average. As much as I enjoy yeah. this movie, you know, yeah. I would say it's about, it's about above average.
0: I'm right there with you. I'm giving it a three um after i first watched it i was like man is this i was like it's not a four movie it's definitely not a four but is it a three and a half that seems high and uh upon watching it the second time and kind of reflecting on it it's it's a three like it's a solid good three
1: you know a solid good three (laughs) you know much like myself after after eating a red mushroom (laughs) (laughs) oh shit
0: uh Okay, yeah, real no, quick I mean, though, I I love. How, <laughs> oh fuck, I love how once again this is another it, this is another short king movie, which is awesome. However, I I thought it was hilarious that when he eats the mushroom they get tall, he's as tall as Peach.
1: <laughs> yeah, they should have included a scene of him like looking down his overalls or something and being like, yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> hell uh, yeah. So Super Mario Brothers. Well, actually, let me ask you something. Do you pronounce this Super Mario Brothers or Super Mario Bros?
1: I, I alternate for sure. Okay. Uh, like I, I, I think I default to Super Mario Bros. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm just like casually talking about it. But like, you know, speaking scientifically, I will, I will say the brothers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I always say brothers. It's, it just sounds weird to say bros.
1: I think the bigger debate is Mario versus Mario. You know, if Dude, you got you, if you're if you're, if you're one of those East Coast motherfuckers, you're probably saying Mario.
0: Look, you know? this movie set in New York, right? For for part of it. They all say Mario. No Mario, Mario.
1: Listen, Listen. man. I know some eat I, I know some like real East Coast dudes, and they're like, die hard. It's Mario. Super Mario Brothers.
0: Not nah, bro. He's created by a Japanese guy. It's Mario.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, no reference at all, which I'm kind of disappointed. No reference at all to Mario's name being Mario Mario. Yeah. Like you feel, I feel like that would have come up at some point during the movie, but they don't reference it at all.
0: All right. With that, Mario gets a three. No calculations needed. (laughs) It's a three all around. So as always, you can find us on Instagram at Nosebleed AV Club. You could also find us on TikTok, same handle, Nosebleed AV Club. YouTube, you gotta search us up because oh wait, no, we actually do have a custom URL. You could go to YouTube.com/slash/at Nosebleed AV Club, and you should find us. Um,
1: Dude, we well, made it.
0: <laughs> we also have a website that will be coming soon that will host all of our movie rankings, so that you can check it out for your reference to see where. Uh, your score stack against ours. That will be at nosebleedav.club Coming soon. Not done yet. Uh, If you're listening audio uh, and you're on Apple or Spotify, leave us a rating. Hit that follow button so you know when the new episode's posted. And basically just do all the things. We are trying to get to Mushroom Kingdom by our next episode. So please go ahead and do all that. <laughs> <laughs>